Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day of the week, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby help keeping us strong in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's Word every day also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and helps keep us focused on our soul's salvation, thinking about eternity in heaven. Eternity's coming. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? They need to change the way they're living from a spiritual perspective. They need to come to God through Jesus Christ. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We have been looking at five days of Jesus, and we've been using by way of reference in illustrating this, a worship song that's entitled One Day. But that song has five verses, and each verse focuses on one pivotal, precious day of Jesus as he interacts with mankind, first coming to heaven, or coming from heaven to earth, taking human form, being born of a virgin. Second, the second day, At the instigation of the Jewish leaders, Roman soldiers led Jesus up the hill of Calvary, nailed him to that cross, and executed him in that brutal, torturous form of execution. Jesus went there willingly. The first day, he left heaven willingly, became man, gave up his place of equality with God the Father to become our Savior. The second day, he willingly, lovingly, let his life be taken on that cross, physical life. The third day, they buried Jesus in a tomb in a garden near Golgotha, and they sealed that tomb with a large stone, and they placed Roman soldiers on guard at the entrance to that tomb. I want to read the verses of this song, the first three days of Jesus One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, dwelt among men, my example is he. The second day. One day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree, suffering anguish, despised and rejected, bearing our sins, my Redeemer is he. The third day. One day they left him alone in the garden. One day he rested from suffering free. Angels came down or his tomb to keep vigil. Hope of the hopeless, my Savior is he. Now the fourth day. One day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rolled away from the door. Then he rose over death he had conquered. 
now is ascended, my Lord, evermore. The fourth pivotal, precious day from our perspective of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, we look at verses 1 through 7. Verses 1 through 7, Matthew chapter 28. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. So this would have been on the third day from his, res- from his crucifixion. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards, these would have been the Roman guards, they shook for fear of him and became like dead men. In other words, they fainted on the spot. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed, He is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. One day, Jesus rose from that grave, victorious over death. Anyone could have died on a cross, claiming to be the Savior of mankind. But nobody could have orchestrated his resurrection from the dead if he was a mere faker, if he was a mere fraud, but Jesus truly is God the Son, and God the Father raised him from that tomb, victorious over death. We turn to Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, and let's read verses 23 and 24. Now, this would have been the day of Pentecost. Peter was preaching to a multitude of Jewish men gathered for that feast day, that Jewish feast day. In fact, there were thousands and thousands of them. In verse, I want us to go back and read beginning with verse 22. Men of Israel, hear these words Peter preached. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death. Now, Peter was pulling no punches in this sermon. He was convicting those Jewish men. In fact, he was convicting the Jewish leadership. He was convicting the nation of Israel, generally speaking, because the vast, vast, vast majority of them had rejected their Savior and still do to this day. And yet Peter said, God demonstrated, proved to you that he is 
his son, that he is the Lord. He is the prophesied Messiah from numerous Old Testament scriptures. And God proved that by miracles and wonders and signs, which he did through Jesus while he was right here among you. And you still disbelieved him. You still wouldn't accept that he is the fulfillment of those prophecies, that he is the Messiah come to earth, the Savior. You crucified him by lawless hands. You put him to death physically. Oh, but verse 24 says, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. And then verse 37, or verse 36, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this same Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. They tried to shut the mouth of Jesus by having him killed. The vast majority of the Jewish people rejected him as their savior, but that did not change who he was and who he is. He is our savior, our only savior. God raised him from the dead, victorious over death. He had already proved him to be the Savior through numerous miracles and signs and wonders while he was walking upon this earth in his public ministry. But how emphatic was God's identification and assurance that Jesus is the Savior by raising him from the dead out of that tomb when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to that tomb, and later when Peter and John went to that tomb, it was empty. Empty. And Jesus was seen over a period of 40 days thereafter by multitudes of individuals, hundreds and hundreds of them, more than 500 at one time, the Scripture text tells us. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. The apostle Paul wrote, and Paul had been an enemy of Jesus Christ. He had been an enemy of Christianity, of the church, before he learned the error of his way and repented and was baptized into Christ, became a Christian. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse 3, Paul wrote this, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve, and that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep or died. Paul said there are hundreds of witnesses out there who saw Jesus risen from that grave. It wasn't a matter of whispered gossip 
I heard somebody say that they saw somebody who looked like Jesus under a tree at a distance. No, he appeared in person over and over and over again. And on one occasion, before more than 500 at one time, there was no denying that Jesus, on that one day, arose from the grave, victorious over death. We'll look at the fifth day of Jesus next time. And it's so important to us today. Let's pray. Father, praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Thank you for sending your son into this world. Thank you for empowering him to do the things that he did to prove that he truly is our Lord and Savior, God the Son. And thank you, Father, for letting him go to that cross, sending him there to offer him as the perfect sacrifice to pay the price for the guilt of the sins of all mankind for all time, that if we will come to you through him, we will be forgiven. We will be redeemed. We will have eternal life with you in heaven. And thank you, Father, for proving this by raising him from that grave. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.